Joined as always by Casey. And today we are going to be reviewing Dissembler by Ian McLarty and Irish Rover from CB, an Irish Red Ale. Heck yeah. So, just because we're just here to admit to our own screw ups, this is the second time we're recording this episode because we lost the audio on the last one. <laughs> we did. Um, we, we got. The uh, we got the game as a as a review from the publisher. Thank you very much. And we, I mean, we'll go into it, but mm-hmm. you know, we were really excited to get to the review. We did review it within the same week that we we got the code, yeah. and then we lost the audio, and here we are. It hasn't been that long. Week and a half, maybe. Yeah, week and a half. There were some some scheduling challenges, yeah. but here we yeah. Go. We are going to be it. So the uh, Ian McLarty, thank you so much for sending us the copies. We're sorry that this took so long. Yes. But technical difficulties, please stand by. Um, so this is our second. We have two forms of audio recording equipment going yeah. right now to we ensure learned our that lesson. we get it. Yeah. We learned our lesson. <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and get right into it. Um, as we mentioned, this is a puzzler game. It is available on iOS. Did we confirm if it's available on Android? It has since been okay. put on. So, it wasn't when we first recorded, and now it's heading towards Android or the Google Play Store or something. I got another um, press release telling me that. Okay, great. Yeah. So if you're not a person who wants to pay the Apple tax, um, you can also <laughs> soon get it on your Android device. Still not available for BlackBerry or Windows Phone, so sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, um, so it is a minimalist puzzler um, where you have these different tiles that you get to flip around so that they match up. Um, and then the objective is to clear all of the tiles from the level. And at what, that point, then you get to proceed. Yes. Um, that being said, even though it sounds very simplistic, some of those are really, really freaking hard. <laughs> Extremely. I mean, really, like, but I mean, that's the point of a good puzzler, right? You know, you don't want to obviously make it so easy every time. It expands your brain in ways that you sometimes may not want them expanded, but nonetheless. Yeah. I like games like this that, um, we talked about it, like, where you can idly play this game, like, you can kind of multitask, you can be doing work at your desk and then just try to, you know, flip and, um, solve the puzzle, but at the same time there is a level of where you can't multitask, where you really do have to focus if you're going to try to complete the puzzles. Yeah, some of them do get to the point where you're just like, all right, I need to actually focus on this and only this. But the rest of the puzzles you can just kind of like idly do if you're sitting in on a webinar that you're not necessarily yeah directly involved in. <laughs> not that I've done that or recommend that to anyone. It's an option. Yeah, this game... Um... So, it's funny, because, so it starts out one way, in the sense, like, the puzzles are more, um, like, squares, I guess, mm-hmm. and then, and then there's colors inside of the squares, and then, like, at some parts, you can match the colors that are inside for their colors, like, I'm not explaining it the best way, but 
then there's dots. Like, the yeah. game, there's over 120 puzzles, and they look, you know, handmade work. Um, there's no randomness to it. They all do make sense. They all do clear, even though it seems frustrating at the time. But I like that it, you know, I would have been satisfied with the game just being, like, squares and colors, like, almost like a quilt, but it doesn't stay that way. It changes. Yeah, it evolves. It, yes, it and definitely incorporates evolves. more different elements to it. Uh, like, I think the point where I am right now, like, there's actual shapes, like, that... And then also, like, so when you make your first move, it also then just clears a bunch of the puzzle, and then you're just left with whatever's, like, inside, which I think was something that you were kind of alluding to a moment ago. But, like, I've had the puzzles where, so you'll see that there's some very obvious blocks of color outside of it. Um, so just imagine, like, a frame on a picture. Yeah. But as soon as you go and you make the first move on it, the most or all of the, like, lines will just vanish. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're making moves from um, sliding your finger uh, on the screen and matching that way. So, you know, like you would any normal, like, color matching game, like a Candy Crush, for example. Um, but one of the things that's really great about this game that makes it so replayable is that when you... You can go and complete the move, or you can almost, like, test out the move by sliding your finger, like, almost like you're going to complete that move, and you can try it out that way, or you can go backwards, and you, if it doesn't work that way in that, you know, configuration, then you could try it a different way. And there's no consequence to doing so. Correct. You're not, like, limited to, okay, well, if there's you like use up... There's, like, moves. Yeah, if you use up, you know, your five lives, you have to wait an hour and a oh half for all gosh. of them to regenerate. Or you can use an in-game purchase to, um, to kind of continue the puzzle. But, no, so it's in that way. You're exactly correct. You can actually, like, undo, I guess... Yeah. Is the best way to describe it. Yeah. If you make a move and you're like, eh, that move, I could have done this one and it might have gone a little bit better, you can absolutely just go back to where you made that choice and then make a different one. Or the whole puzzle, if you so desire. Right. I think that, you know, there is a there is a value to the game. Like, um, so it, it costs $3.99 and that unlocks the full game. I'm trying to think where microtransactions could work in a game like this. Like, you could maybe... Like, there's two modes. There's, like, the straight 120-plus mm -hmm. puzzle mode, but then there's also, what is it, like, continuous mode, um, where you can just keep playing forever. Mm -hmm. And so I could see maybe adding some more microtransactions again there, mm -hmm. where, like, okay, maybe you get another, like, 10-pack or 20-pack of puzzles for a dollar or something yeah. like that. But honestly, it's it's... I like that. I, I prefer to spend X amount of dollars knowing that I'm getting a full game. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I'm fine with DLC and that kind of stuff, but I also like, if you told me it's $60 for the game, but I'm going to spend another $30 on DLC, or if you told me it's $80, DLC included, I'll pay you the $80 right now. I, I am I am in agreement with you on that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I do like that it is the one cost, and you're not having to buy these, like, bullshit, like, oh, you can refresh with these magical gems. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, I play those games, I have opinions on them. I mean, it's both ways. Like, people have like, done it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've purchased things, yeah. microtransactions, but it does... I don't like when the game feels so much like it's a pay-to-win. Yes. 
There's like a difference. The, like with Candy Crush and like there's a game I'm playing right now that I've been playing for over a year at this point and it's just you don't have a you get feel like you get to a point where like you don't have a choice but to pay money <laughs> to keep going. Right. Um so yeah. So in that we're very very appreciative. So you should buy the game on that basis alone if you are a person who hates microtransactions or you have an overzealous little human that likes to hit the buy button. They can't do that with this game. That's true. Beyond the initial download. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been playing it continuously since we got uh, the preview code. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously I might get stuck for two or three days or a week. (laughs) But the nice thing is you can actually skip certain puzzles. Like, you can yes, skip... Yes, you can go two ahead, I think. Two or three yeah. ahead. So I ended up actually doing that without realizing I had done it. Because um, I got stuck on one particular puzzle that you may have seen... Um, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I just clicked on it and I was able to proceed. Then I proceeded to get stuck on a different puzzle. Um, so, yeah. But that's a great feature because I can't tell you how many times I've been playing a game and I literally get stuck on a level... And I'm literally stuck on that level for weeks and weeks and right. weeks. And you're like, I'm going to give up on this. The gameplay doesn't stop. You know what I mean? I, I think that's just fantastic. And it's not something that I necessarily think I have I've seen before. No. In, in any of the mobile games I've played, at least. It may be something that is available in other games that I just haven't seen yet. Um, but yeah, like, there's... Nothing comes to mind. Yeah, because there's one game I have where if you're playing along, like, the main... If you're not playing a special event um, during the game, you can actually skip levels if you can't complete them, like, after a certain number of tries. But again, you have to buy, like, the magical gems, and it's an exorbitant number of magical gems um, to do that. So There's also um, a good soundtrack for the game. Yes. Um, Very soothing. I guess it pairs well with the simplicity of the game, but also the fact that you are kind of, you have to think, you have to. Mm-hmm. And the game is, you know, the music is very soothing to go along with it. it and makes it pretty zen. It does make it zen. And that's like a separate purchase. You can get the soundtrack for five bucks, but again, it's kind of worth it if you just kind of want to zone out and relax and expand your mind. Just, you know, play it on your phone while you're doing some tasks mm-hmm. that you're not super amped about. Wondering if it would be good to listen to while doing yoga. The mu- Yeah, I would say so. Anything, like, where you're just going to kind of relax. Like, even though some levels I might get stuck on, I haven't felt, like, so frustrated where I need to, like, throw my phone on the ground or something. Like, I've definitely played games where I'm, like, Candy Crush being one of them, which made me delete it, where I just got so pissed. Where I'm just like, I can't do this. I don't want to spend the extra money. I'm just not going to do it. There's yeah. no jump ahead options or anything like oh. that. Um, other puzzlers, like I was really into like this Star Wars puzzler game. Same thing where I just felt lost. Like I couldn't beat it. I just I tried so many times and I'm not going to spend the money on it. And I just gave up finally. So, you know, this game, like you've got the mood, you've got the, the patterns. And I think it kind of lends itself to like what you said, a really zen like experience. Yeah, and also the, uh, the the clicking is very, it's pleasant. Yeah, it is, yeah. When we last recorded this, we made mention it's kind of almost like an ASMR experience. 
Yes, that's true. Or it's just like, you're just like, oh, this is a very unobtrusive little sound that it makes when I click these little pieces together. Yeah, so Ian, um, if you want to, you know, get a 360 uh, recorder. 3 uh, mic. Yeah, microphone and, and put the game on. I'm sure maybe you know how to complete every puzzle. I would imagine you made them. I would hope so. <laughs> so you could do a whole, uh, you know, hours long thing on YouTube and, and share it with people. <laughs> Yes. I think they would enjoy that. He would get a lot of views. He would get a lot of views. Definitely. Oh, yeah. ASMR, there's a lot of a lot of videos online. I'm not admitting to how I know that, but... Oh, I've seen it. I, I You know, I've had people, like, say, oh, you, you don't, do you listen to this? And I'm like, I, I tried. Some of them are fantastic for relaxation. And this is just me being a bit too out there with, like, things that... There's a sci-fi series by an ASMR artist that's actually really, really good. And it's, it's only relaxing? two episodes. Yeah. Okay. It's like... You, it's like watching a sci-fi movie. I do like sci-fi movies. But it's an ASMR series, and I would love for the creator to make more episodes, but I know she's been kind of back and forth because she's had some family things going on. And But yeah, it's I've watched them many times. So if you want to step into that realm, we're endorsing it. We, we, we would encourage we it. We highly endorse it. We will embrace it with open arms. That's right. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's available now. Yep. Highly recommended. Available well, on iOS right now. iOS. Android, Android is coming. soon, yes. Android's coming. Um, so I guess at this point we insert our numerical analysis of how Correct. we feel about the game out of a scale of 1 to 10, and I'll let you go first. Um, I think I gave it a 10 out of 10 last time. I think so. Yeah. I think I think I gave it a 9 out of 10, or a 10 out of 10, and I can't remember why I took away the points. So this time around, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's got all the things that I look for. It's something that I can do semi-mindlessly while I'm doing other things. Yep. I can go back to it. I can pause it. I can not have to pay extra money or worry about getting frustrated or being inebriated and accidentally buying $20 of magical gems. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's overall just like it's a great game. I, I think it's, it's, its beauty is in its simplicity. That would be the best way to of the, describe in it. In the mechanics, not necessarily the puzzles, because the puzzles do get frustrating enough sometimes. Right. But yeah. Yeah, so a perfect score. Perfect. Congratulations, Ian McLarty. You did it, man. Um, so now we're going to get into the beer. Um, we actually, um, Ian made a recommendation for a beer <laughs> that we do not have available to us in the U.S., so if you are in Australia or you are listening from Australia... Um, or hell, if you even have access to this beer in the States, um, he recommended the Kaiju Hopped Out Red, um, which we would imagine is kind of a red ale type thing. Um, so we tried to find something similar. Um, we tried to get the Harpoon Crake, but for whatever reason, I can't, I couldn't find it. It's everywhere now, of course. Um, so I might still do some type of review on that beer. But we made the selection to do Big Irish Rover Irish Red Ale from uh, Craft CB Craft Brewers, which you may have seen or remember from some of our other episodes that we've done. Yes. Um, we had previously reviewed Night Owl on one of our first episodes. Yeah. Um, so this is another one. This one, I believe, is new this year. It had it literally is. just been released right before we recorded last time. Um, so um, I, I bit the bullet. I got a full six-pack of it. I've been enjoying it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it a bit. Um, 
in terms of color surround what a red ale would be. Yeah. You might expect. Not quite as red as I would expect. It's not super red. Um, held up to the light, I guess you it's a little bit more. You can definitely see some red to it, but it's yeah. more of like a dark amber color. Yes. Um, and, and when we did the last episode, we also did some research as to what red ales are, and it's apparently, it's a very, it's, it's a spectrum. Um, so... Traditionally, it'd be very malty. Yes. Um, it could be hoppy. This one is not so much. It does have a little bit of hops, but definitely more of like the malty, kind of like a, almost like a bread smell to it, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but it's a very, very flavorful beer. Um, not terribly strong. It's a 6.5% ABV. So definitely drinkable. You could probably have one or two during your... Uh, Irish festivities. Irish festivities. Yeah. Um, or just to drink, because why not? Um, it's the Irish way. And, um, and it has a cute little dog on the front of it. It does have a cute little dog cute little on the front dog. of it. little rover dog. Again, this one is local to the Rochester area. It's through CB Craft Brewers. Um, to, I feel like you could probably get them. They do distribute pretty far. Throughout New York State. You're going to be able to get CB, for sure. Probably parts of Pennsylvania, closer to the southern tier. Yeah, it gets a little spotty the further away you get from um, New York State. I don't think I've ever seen a CB beer end up... um, Where you are, in Virginia. In Virginia, when I go to visit family. Um, Three Heads, which used to use CB to brew their beer. I don't think that's a secret, so hopefully... It's not. I'm not going to get sued by anybody. Um, They, like, I have literally seen them... All over the country. They're down in Vegas. Yep. In fact. Yep. I found it in a random bottle shop in Vegas, which was kind of funny, and my husband and I were tickled by it. So CB, um, what they're, I mean, they're known for their beer. They just had their 20th anniversary last year, 2017. Um, But what they will do is their motto is small batches, big taste. A lot of the breweries here in the Rochester and surrounding areas, Buffalo, etc., um, would use CB to brew their beer um, a lot. Allowing them to scale, or CB would create for that create a um, a specific house beer for like a restaurant. Yes, or... yeah, a lot like Duff's. If you're familiar with Duff's Wings in Buffalo, New York, like CB made their. Yeah. House beer. Napa Wood-Fired Grill, which yeah. has two locations in the Rochester area. I think only two. Um, they have, a like, a basil beer, mm-hmm. which is very interesting, also brewed by CB. Um, there are a couple of breweries in the area that use them to brew. I'm not going to say who they are, because I don't know. Yeah, don't say that, yeah. yeah. But... But, yeah. You'll, if you go to their tap room in Honeyway Falls, you'll see how, you know, how far and wide... Well, so that, I was going to say, that reach actually might be further. Like, who they actually brew for, they'll get places all over New York for that. Because it also wouldn't surprise me if just to enhance their distribution, they might contract out a portion of their brewing just to be able to... Oh, they do, yeah. Yeah, that's what they were. They were mostly yeah. a contract brewer. That's the word. I yeah, a contract brewer. Did a whole episode. Um, so, yeah, like, they're, you know, <laughs> you might have, like, an independent brewery that just doesn't have the space to, to brew at scale, so yep. they'll, they'll contract with CB... Um, or, you know, which is what three heads did at first. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they had a, their partnership ran for a really long time up until three heads built their own facility. Um, that's also an awesome place to go try beer. Um, cause they've, they've done some pretty legit stuff. We've done 
We did a three heads, I think. Didn't we do the Rochester Rochester Farian? I think so. Maybe. We'll have to look through an old episode, but yeah, I, I think like we a, did. Or the Oktoberfest or something, something. from them. Yeah. One of them. Well, mm. if you are so inclined, you can always check out our podcast history at Brewless.com. I hope so, um, yes. So, yeah, maybe at some point when, and if I get around to redesigning the site, it'll make it a little easier to, to search for these things. Well, um, let's, what do we rate this? Um, I'd say I'd give it about an 8 out of 10. Okay. I, 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 as I have, um, explored red ales, I find that I, I'm, I kind of like the hoppier ones, hmm. but this one's actually this really, chick? really good. <laughs> Listen to the people that know that I don't particularly like IPAs. I mm-hmm. have found that the more I've had, there's just, it's IPAs also a spectrum. Very much so. You have super hoppy ones and then you have the ones that taste like you're eating, you're drinking fruit. So there's, there's the some... ones that taste like the fruit and there's the ones that taste like the citrus. Yeah. Well, and I then you the just have, fruit, and then but... you just have some for one reason or another that tastes like you're drinking pine salt. Ugh. Yes. Which are the ones that Casey and I are like, ah, oh, we'll never like IPAs. Correct. The only one that we've ever actually hated was that American style IPA from Brewfest. Yeah. An Italian style brewery. And or an, sorry, an Italian brewery. That was approximating what an American IPA yes. tastes like. And it tasted and like tasted not shit. good. Yeah. I want to say that it was probably just them brewing something to talk shit about American beer, Ugh. which is valid. It's it was bad. There's some bad American beer. Um, I'm it. I'm gonna say the same. Eight out of ten. Uh, CB for me, um, has always been consistent. Um, mm-hmm. I. Re- I can't say that I don't like any of their beers, just some of them I like more than others. This yeah. one is a little bit on the I more like scale. Like you said, very drinkable, um, nothing too crazy. It's a, it's a very sippable beer. Um, you know, we have St. Paddy's Day coming up this weekend. I can see them doing pretty well with, with selling this um, around the area. Because it's not an offering that they've had in the past. Also, yeah, it's very new so... and... People are going to be curious about it, but it's also super convenient that it's close to um, St. Patrick's Day, and people are going to be looking for Irish-style beers to take to their parties and what have you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if we said this. So you can get it... Yeah, no, we already said all that. You can get it around here, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, again, if you're in Austria, check out the Kaiju Hopped yeah. Out Red. <laughs> we may never ever try it, but it was the recommendation that Ian made regarding his game. So thank you. So thank oh, you. yeah, why did we pair... Oh, that's it. That's why we Yeah, it. basically, we, we explained <laughs> why that is. Um, so, yeah, and it might actually... Ian, this was the first time any of the developers have actually made a recommendation I would. Us. I think we should say that more. Yeah. Um, now that I'm think. Now that I'm saying this... Like, what I would th- you pair your game with? I think we should do that. And if they don't drink, then that's completely fine. They could just say, eh, well, Kool-Aid. like... Kool-Aid. or <laughs> orange juice. Yeah. And then we'll find something that's similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had to do here. Yeah, we should do that more often. Geographically not available. Maybe someday we can go to Australia and we can try it. Oh my Have God. a beer with Ian. That's my dream. That'd be awesome. But yeah. um, but yeah, so um, that's our assessment. We, we, we really like the game. Yep. And we like the beer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. We're going to go to our new segment. Our new segment. Oh, yeah. So, we should call it something. Um, hmm. What we like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
We don't have a new name for it yet. Feel free to... Make recommendations. Yes. You know, contact us on social media or email us, brewlist at gmail.com if you have a suggestion. But So this new section will be either or, either or, um, or both. A game that we're playing that we didn't review, maybe a mobile game or console or whatever, um, or a beer that we've drank and we haven't yet paired it up with a video game. So or we're might just, never, but or might never. We just want yeah. you to know that it exists. Yes. Um. So um. There's another episode. There's another one. I don't know if it'll come out before or after this one. It'll where we be talked after. about some this games. Will come out first, yeah. yeah, some games that we liked. Um. But this one, I think we might just. I think we might talk about some of the beers we've had. Yeah. Um, I actually had one yesterday, and I sent Casey a text message. Um, Saying that it would be, like, my favorite stout ever, I think is what you yeah, said. Yeah, I was like, like I that. think that, you know, I think this would make your life or something yeah. like that. Basically making, Some outrageous statement. Making a very tall statement, because the last time that Casey told me that the best beer he ever drank, it was um, the Hardywood Gingerbread Barrel-Aged Stout that I brought up from Virginia from Christmas. Yeah. We had it at Friendsmas. He said, this is the best beer I have ever had, which is saying a lot. It's we, a bold we've, ass thing. We've drank a lot of beer. We have, but um, we tend to not get a lot of good beers on the show. That's correct. <laughs> which is like, usually, sometimes it literally comes down to, all right, how can I stretch this so it'll work with a game? Yeah. And then it's just like, I can't believe that I have this. <laughs> um, but we, that's, that is the service that we provide to our listeners. Yes. We try the bad beer so you don't have to. Um... But the one that I had was from Single Cut, and what is it called? The Great... I don't remember. Um, it's like the Great uh, Magnet something. It's a, it's, a, it's a strong one. I'll find it. But yeah. you Hold tell... Place. Where did you get it? Um, the, there's a place we may have mentioned on the show before. I'm sure we've mentioned on the show before. Witchcraft Brews. It's literally like right around the corner from where Casey lives, and it's not that far from where I live. Um, well, but, since we live almost around the corner from yeah, each other. Yeah, we, it's not that far. So the Great um, Magnetic Field is a stout American um, Imperial yeah. out of Astoria, New York, which yeah. is outside of New York City. Yeah, so it's 12%, so it's a oh, heavy yeah, hitter, but it was, um, it has the notes of, um, having, like, barrel-aged flavor, even notes of chocolate in it. Just a very, very boozy stout. I only had a small amount of it. I do not know how you would survive drinking one in a full size. I'm sure. I, I actually may go and and get it today. <laughs> I really am, like so intrigued by it. Now. Yeah, if somebody makes the statement that it'll probably yeah. be the very best beer that you will ever have in your life, <laughs> I have. To what try. was my actual statement? You just had it up. Oh my gosh, I got rid this of is some, it. This I is some insight in our it. friendship here yeah. for everyone playing uh, along at home. Um, but it was like basically like I think this will make your life or something like that. It was uh, something inflammatory such as that. Um, we'll, we'll edit it out. I'm like, I found the stout of your dreams. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a beer recently. Um, I probably have mentioned it on the podcast many times that I love most beers from Southern Tier Brewing Company. Um, it's near my, my hometown in Olean, New York. It's in Lakewood, New York, which is outside of Jamestown, New York. Um, but Southern Tier consistently does great things like, I love pumpkin, I love, oh, we had the creme brulee at mm. our uh, Friends Miss. What else did we have? I don't know. Um, I mean, we've had so many from them. We've had the Thick Mint before. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, yeah, we have some, We have to talk about that after. Yeah, so yeah. we'll remember that. Yeah. Um, 
we've had the cinnamon roll. The cinnamon yeah. roll was the one we had cinnamon at roll. Christmas. That, was so that one was amazing. Um, a, a episode that is likely lost to history. We had the blueberry tart, which I liked and you didn't. No, I did not like that. I have consistently liked all of the like baked good ones that they have made. Yes. Of, of late. Um, but yeah, continue. So Southern Tier did this one called uh, Monstrous, which was a bourbon barrel aged one. I cannot remember the ABV. It was, it was probably bonkers. It was probably at least a twelve. They're usually very high um, in alcohol content. Um, with their what is that series called? It's like Blackwater. Blackwater. Yeah, I think so. So, um, very good beer, chocolatey, malty. Obviously, bourbon barrel. So, for me, if you give me a bourbon barrel stout, I'm probably going to like it. Unless you just completely fuck up. There is a bourbon barrel stout at Wegmans right now, which looks real questionable. It's like a 32-ounce bottle, and I think it's like five bucks. And I was, and I read reviews, and the that reviews were pretty bad. And I was just like, but I want to try it. It's called, like, Bear Creek or something like that. I had a bad barrel-aged stout, or barrel-aged something or other. The Labatt, at one point, tried to do oh, that. Oh, yes. That one yes. was vile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't want to try that. I mean, I did, but it. I, I think you told me that it was and I was bad. just like, this is the worst beer I've ever had. <sighs> yeah. Beer Geek Nation even did an episode on it on uh, YouTube, and he said it tasted like a funeral, and I would be inclined <laughs> to agree with him. Um, but what doesn't taste like a funeral is we plan on doing, so we, you can find us on YouTube. We only have a couple of videos up on there, but we plan on doing another video series, um, or at least video. And what we want to do is maybe not pair video games with these beers, right? We're just pairing yeah. ginger, or, uh, Girl Scout cookies with beers that taste like Girl Scout cookies. Yes. And Which, there's actually a ton right now, just because... Seems to be all the rage. Well, because it's Girl Scout season. It's Girl Scout season. Yeah. Um, so Thin Mint comes out, or Thick Mint comes out every year, and that one just phenomenal. That's from Southern Tier. So that kind of just inspired that. Um, oh gosh. Allegedly, they have one coming out. Maybe not even allegedly. Someone no, they do. They have a Samoa one. That'll be a Samoa one. Um, and also, there are a ton of, like, chocolate peanut butter porters out right now, Um one what of was the one tried. we were going to do? The Jesus, Sweet Baby Jesus? We were going to do either Sweet Baby Jesus, or we could probably... We might also be able to do for Pete's sake. Because okay. I have both of them, I think, still. So Sweet Baby Jesus is who? Duclaw? Yeah, Duclaw, which we In can get... Boston? Sp- uh, no, they're out of Maryland. Okay. But they're sporadically available in New York. I have bought Duclaw in New York. Duclaw is... Duclaw and Evil Twin Brewing, for me. Other than Southern Tier consistently make some of my favorite beers. Oh my gosh. Duclaw has one called, um, if you like Samoa cookies and you live in their distribution footprint, you must try the, the Dirty Little Freak. Oh yeah. Tastes yeah, like yeah, a Samoa yeah, cookie. Yeah, it does. You must try it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it should be on your bucket list if you are a beer So owner. we'll either pair the beer with that or with the Southern Tier one that's supposed to be coming, coming out. out. If not, we have a couple of other options we might be able to employ. And then what's the other one that we were missing? So um, peanut butter, peanut butter thin butter, I feel like there's one more. Well, if there's another one, I don't have those cookies. Okay. I'm, I got I got really lucky today. There was a Girl Scout troop at my gym, and they uh, they convinced me, and I.e. I convinced myself. 
You walked by, you saw it. I came, I saw. This is going to happen. I need two boxes of cookies, and they enthusiastically provided them to me. They had no problem doing so. And we were planning to do this before we found out that there was a brewery who already did this, or not a brewery, a bar in the area. And. It just seemed like a smart idea. Yeah, I was like, why not? Because there's so many beers out that can be. Why can't you just make it? Sorry, we're, so we're looking up what the other cookies are. Well, I know lemonades are a thing, but that's... I don't give a shit. Ugh. Yeah, lemonades Ugh. are me. Um, I've never actually had one. I've heard they're very good, but the person who told me was trying to get rid of a case of them. Um, um, here, meet the cookies. Meet the cookies. So... S'mores. There's a new There's a new one called s'mores. Okay, so there's s'mores, Samoa, or caramel delights, thin mints, peanut butter. This is the one, shortbread. That's the other one that I always eat. Oh, wow, there's toffee. Toffee-tastic. I feel like they made those back when I was a kid, but I've never seen anybody Probably sell did. any of them. Probably I don't did. even think you can buy them anymore. Well, they say right here. Um, so, at least three to four cookies. Paired with a beer that tastes similar, and then we're going to actually taste if they are, in fact, the alcoholic equivalent of beloved Girl Scout cookies. Well, the Thick Mints are. The Thick Mints, we can absolutely... Spoiler... They are. Yeah. <laughs> they really, really are. All right, so where can you find us? You can find us on brewlist.com, where you'll be able to see show notes, other things that we've done, past advent calendars. Um, you can catch us on YouTube. We have a handful of episodes. Hopefully another one with this pairing um, that we just mentioned. Um, but you can always add us um, at brewlist on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash brewlist. Um, we're pretty active on Instagram. In addition to reaching out to us there, if you are an email person and want to send us ideas on beers or games you'd like us to review, possible videos, um, you can always email us at brewlist at gmail.com. But if you are interested in listening to more episodes of the podcast, we are trying something new with uh, Radio Public. You can download the app. Um, and there may be some slight advertisements before and after, but if you listen to episodes we um, they, and we reach a certain number of listens, then we do start to make money, and it just gets reinvested back in the show so we can buy more beer and more video games and Damn right. talk about things. Yeah. Um, did we want to mention anything about our super fan who's coming up in May and bringing us Oh, news? yeah. So um, Brandon Bennett, uh, thank you, long-time listener, first time coming up here uh, <laughs> he's coming up in may he's actually coming up the last week in may because he told me that he is going to han solo with me um so whatever that time period is he's gonna bring he's gonna bring some um some beers with him which i'm excited about beers that we can't normally get so expect to hear him on a lot of podcasts i would imagine yeah yeah so. yeah if, if you want to be a Brewless super fan, you got to do work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just have to, like, message us and say, hey, can I yeah. be on the show? Can I be on the show? I'll bring we, you beer. We could probably do that. Anybody can just say, hey, I'll bring you beer. Can I be on the show? Yes. I'll probably love that is be. A, that is a fact. Yeah. I mean, even my brother has been on the show. And you did a good job. It was, was golden. He was our first, was he was my first guest, uh, guest co-host. Yeah, it was awesome. It's also the only episode that Casey's not in. That is also true. That's why it's the worst episode. <laughs> Just kidding. Or the it was best. a good episode. It was a very good episode. Or the best episode, depending on how you look at yes. it. Yes. Um, but yeah, that could be something cool to do. Like, because um, I've talked to a couple of brewers in the area that might be willing to be at least interviewed. I think so. But yeah, 
So maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll change it up. But if anybody's ever interested in being on the show and wants to bring a beer on or something. We will drink it and we will talk about it with you. Yes. Um, we can make it happen. Yeah. So this is Casey saying I'm going to go eat some Girl Scout cookies. And uh, this is Jackie reminding you to stay thirsty and play indie. Bye! And happy St. Patrick's! <laughs>